Season 2, Episode 2. The Story of the Cartersville Cross-Country Bus Fart. This episode is brought to you by Zaxby's in Baxley, Georgia. Zaxby's in Baxley, Zaxby's in Baxley, Georgia. The bus driver is so mad and so grossed out. Which one of you made my bus smell like that? And she's looking at the three of us, and immediately he just goes, Frankie did it. And then I was like, yeah, Frankie did it. But I kind of knew that he didn't do it. Uh, I remember it was the most singular aroma. I had never smelled anything even remotely that bad in my life until that point. Hey guys, I'm your host Will. It's MF21. This season is focused on things that make me laugh, and this is one of those things. It's a story that makes me laugh. It happened near me when I was in high school. The guy farted, and it was so bad on a bus that there was a stampede and a bus driver got sick. This is Frankie's story. He got blamed for it, so we'll start with him. Let's look at it from his point of view. It was the fall of 1995. Metro Atlanta, a school bus sits in the parking lot of a high school cross-country meet. The bus was mostly empty. The driver sat in the first seat behind the partition. No one was in the captain's chair. A few girls talked halfway down the aisle, and three boys sat in the back of the bus and talked. And depending on who you ask, one of the boys in the back of the bus broke wind. At first, no one was aware, but in a moment, everyone on that bus would be aware that someone broke wind. Two of the boys turned and headed due north, straight up the aisle of the bus. One turned, panicking and struggled with the back door, the emergency door. It was jammed. I'm just telling you what happened. I'm not judging him. It was an emergency, honestly. The boys ran through the front part of the bus just as the bus driver woke up, gagging, calling out, screaming, and everyone ran out into the rain and stood under a tree next to the bus. That's when she said, which one of you did that? Which one of you made my bus smell like that? immediately turned and said Frankie pointing at him he did it she looked at me like I was like the tiebreaker or something and I said yep Frankie did it even though I had reason to believe that he didn't do it that it was he did it Someone else did it. I caught up with Frankie, actually, on the phone recently to get his story, to get his point of view, to get his side of the story. I remember as well that also that look of glee on his face. Like, I don't quite recall if I was in, like, mid-sentence or if I was just kind of doing my thing and looking down, and then it hit me, and I looked up in in shock. Because as you do at that age, you look up to be like, does anyone else... Is any, I'm not alone in experiencing this, am I? As the, you're trying to get a feel for where it came from. And I see his face like it definitely came from him. And no one else 
not you, not anyone had even reacted at that point. So I backed, I backed up and, and kind of recoiled to the very back seat. Like, it was like really cold water or a really bad smell. Both will just take your breath away. So we were in Cartersville, Georgia. It was a cross-country meet. Uh, it was one of those things where it just went like all day. And you got to the school super early and got on the bus and took a couple-hour bus ride to Cartersville, brought something to eat, ran... And there's more races later, JV girls, JV boys, varsity, you know, it takes forever. You just sit and wait and wait, especially, you know, if you run at the beginning, there's a lot of sitting and waiting. And we had run for the day. I remember three principal parties involved, me, Frankie, and Jay. We were on the bus. There were a few other people on the bus, like a handful of handful of people. We were sitting almost in the very back and we were talking, just the three guys in a sort of a circle, each sitting on a different bench, like facing the aisle. It was me, Frankie, and facing me. And at some point he looked at me with like a really weird smile, like vacant eyes, kind of demonic. Wait, I remember seeing a smile on face right before the smell did frankie remember it the same way you know what it kind of reminded me of if you could imagine vincini from the princess bride when he holds his drink up and gives that sideways sly grin it, i swear it kind of reminded because he had this just wide-eyed grin kind of side i just like huh eh? right. <laughs> and really at that point it hit somebody who made noise and you know the first it may have been like a goddamn but i had to run through it we all ran out of there we didn't walk we 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 ran out of there and it was sort of a very it was a, a rainy misty day not actively raining but just that mist in the air everywhere and we were just like well we're we're getting wet out here but it's way better than being in that bus and the bus driver was left in that thing to do battle with it. She pulled out. She pulled out that. It, I felt almost like it was a moment of like, um, uh, like when you go through something really terrible with people, there's a moment of bonding with people that I didn't really know that well. And I thought uh, I, I, it never even dawned on me one, one for one moment that, I was going to get blamed for this because there's just no way. And we all kind of looked at him. He hung his head. And then not long after, the story, and at that point, you guys laughed because I was, I mean, we were, had to be junior year because farts weren't cool yet. I mean, nowadays, if you let something like that go or even like senior year, you would you would have claimed. <laughs> but he was truly embarrassed about it. Horrible, horrible smell. Awful. And I jumped up. I remember Frankie taking off towards the back. He's trying to open the the emergency exit. He's fumbling with the handle. He's holding his hand over his mouth. Um, I My vision is clouded at the moment. I mean, it was so powerful. It was such a god-awful stench. I started moving towards the, the front once I realized that Frankie couldn't open the emergency exit. The bus driver at that point was still asleep. The girls are now looking at us like, what's all this commotion? And the one sitting furthest south 
on the bus starts to realize the smell starts to envelop her as we especially as we rush by so i'm running towards the door um you know my arm across my mouth and nose and when i when i run by the bus driver the wind the tail wind behind me pushes the smell towards the front of the bus hits the bus driver who is passed out she wakes up screaming she thinks i don't know what she thinks she's she's going y'all nasty this is nasty we get outside and i remember running toward the grass and falling down and uh I think I was weak at the knee. And I remember my face planting into the grass. And I remember smelling the earth really, really deeply. Like the smelling the wet grass and God knows whatever else I was putting my face into. But I was taking it in like to try and wipe away what had just happened. And I could hear people behind me yelling. And I still remember that smell. Which is a hell of a thing. But I remember everything about the smell. It was so thick. He, it was like he he opened up like a disgusting like fire extinguisher into the bus because it, it just hung in the air. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? That, that thing was famous. It cleared a bus. It made teenagers decide they would rather stand in the rain. <laughs> To have that in our in our lives at this point uh, still remain as I mean top maybe the worst ever. I don't know that anything has ever come close. No trash comes close. The dump doesn't come close. Cadaver doesn't come close. Um, and it turns out I wasn't the only one with a strong memory of that smell. The bus driver pulled out the uh, you know the citrus concentrate. And there's only one other time in my life that I know of where that's been in, in use. And it was from a flight <laughs> flying back from Prague with my family. Uh, the flight in Frankfurt, we, we, we hooked up with a flight that came out of like Mumbai with a bunch of folks who hadn't showered in like a week. And they, they used that same sort of stuff. And, and I, I got on the flight, the aircraft, and I was like, this seems familiar. Oh, that's right. We were what? I was like, what, 28? I was in my late 20s. I'm like, this is, I, I've smelled this once before. The, the flight attendants jumped in there and they were like, we need the, we need the industrial strength. What's that? That is close to it. I was and like, to this day, the public sentiment seems to be that Frankie is the one who blasted away on that autumn morn. The rumor seemed to live on even outside of our high school. I spoke with a friend of ours who joined our group after high school. Like he, he met us years after the incident. He knew each of the witnesses and he seemed very sure and very familiar with the story. But what, what do you know about that? Um, do you remember? I, mean, I know it's been a while. Uh, yeah. Frankie ripped ass and almost killed the bus driver. I think. That was- right. Did you hear what, uh, what happened to the bus driver? Do you do you know any of the details? I think she like had a stroke or something. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Um. 
I couldn't get other witnesses to come forward. It'd been too long. It was too hard to talk about. People didn't have a strong enough gag reflex to recall the smell. Jay spoke only through his attorney. There's a movement afoot on a subreddit called Busfart, and it's it's also sort of a conspiracy theory. A lot of people think Jay, the one who's smiling, the dark-eyed, sort of scary smile, that he was the one who broke wind that day. There are people who say that, but I couldn't get Jay to talk about it. Jay actually decided only to speak through his attorney, a space lawyer, who is based in Brussels. Communication was difficult. He finally reached out through his attorney before we went live with the podcast. So I'm kind of adding this on at the end. A brief text message in response to my question, quote, who farted on the bus that day? His answer was clear. He said Frankie did it. 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 So next time on the podcast, we're going to hear from Joe himself. Look, I never told anybody this kind of stuff before, right, man? This episode was called Frankie's Story, and it was Frankie's side of the incident. Thank you for your time. You're now leaving MF21.